Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hello everybody. Welcome back. This is Barry Miracle doing a Facebook Live and Barry Miracle doing a podcast at the same time. Uh, if you can share this out, those that are my loyal listeners and watchers on Facebook, that would be great because you know what? Uh, sharing is caring. <laughs> anyway, I'm coming to you today because I really feel that so many people are feeling the pressure uh, and like the, the title of this um, broadcast today in this podcast today is what in the world do I do now because of all of the storms that are happening all the things that are that are going on in the world all of the things that um, are happening seemingly to me or to my spheres of influence or um, you know to my family within my job within my nation within my province within my state there's so many things it seems like the things that were supposed to happen didn't happen so what do you do when you don't know what to do and I just want to I want to come before you today and I want to be helpful I, I want I want um to bring some life into your situation. I want you to receive hope and some direction on what to do. And I did a, 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 a podcast several months ago, and you can go back through them if you just go on, on any uh, podcast platform like a Spotify or Apple or uh, uh, Charisma Podcast Network. I did a, an actual full uh, podcast episode on what do you do when things don't work out? What do you do when things, uh, you don't receive what you're expecting? And I just want to say to you, as believers, and I'm addressing believers today, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm addressing you today with a very important fact, but a better truth. Here's the truth. Your job is to sow into water. God's job is to bring the increase. He is the one that brings the outcome. Don't let your expected outcome be your significant victory. You're ex you, you, when you sow into people's lives, a lot of times you think, well, I was good to them. They're going to be good to me. Man produces what he sows. There's no question about that. You get a harvest for what you sow. But when, when you get the harvest is really up to God. And that's where you need to leave things. So my my uh, feeling of success at the end of the day is not whether I got my expected outcome. My metric, my measurement of victory every day is not, well, I prayed for this person. Did they get healed? If they got healed, that's successful. No, no, no. Me praying for people is a command of the Great Commission. Uh, my job is to pray. His job is to heal. His job is to bring forth the power of God through my life, and they receive a miracle or a healing 
and that's all there or a deliverance a lot of times your your healing is wrapped up in your deliverance so uh, i pray for a lot of people for deliverance and they receive deliverance um, in the midst of that their deliverance they get a healing in their physical body deliverance oftentimes in a stronghold of your mind will bring a healing into your body so but what what are we doing in this season what season are we in we are in a season of exponential advancement we're in a season of when god is speaking the clearest with the greatest um greatest treasures the words that are coming right now you need to know are far beyond all you could ever think or imagine the answers and the solutions i was I was preaching about two weeks ago in in Aurelia for a good friend of mine, Steve Barker, at his church there, Hope Community Church. And uh, this young man who's never been in church before, he's from a foreign nation, he comes into the service because of invitation, and he was seeking, and he was asking God earlier that day, how can I earn your love? Because he was, uh, you know, seeking some other religions where you can earn your your um, love from God or you can earn your salvation. And, and anyway, he gets invited to this church. And I go over to him. Never, I thought he was part of the church. Didn't have any idea. He was right into it. He was like just absorbing everything and had more faith actually than a lot of people in the room. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just began to speak to him. I said, your generation, Gen Z, is, is about to receive... The, wise and wittiest and ingenious ideas from God on how to solve world issues like hunger and 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 and, and being an answer to starvation and food shortages and, and shortages and in different other things I began to say about to him. Well to find out, first of all, this is his first time in church. Secondly, he never received a prophetic word like that before because he is over here from a foreign nation learning in one of our universities in the Toronto area of how to solve world hunger issues. It was amazing. Why am I saying that? Because we are God always drops his greatest treasures in the darkest moments. He always speaks the clearest with the greatest direction and clarity in the midst of tumults, in the midst of uh, um, riots, in the midst of um, shakings. This is, he uses all of those for a smokescreen. So first of all, I want you to understand that he always reveals his greatest treasures in the midst of the darkest places, at the darkest times. He, he, he is but you need to know this. You can hear. You can hear him. You can have clarity of thought. You don't have to worry about what the enemy is doing or not doing. All you have to know is that God is on the throne. He has already won the battle. This is your position. You are on the winning side. Jesus Christ, the God of salvation, was carnated into man. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So who is this one that became flesh? His name is Jesus. 
If you go back 11 verses into uh, uh, actually John chapter 1, 1 through 3, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by a Word. Jesus Christ is the one who came, who sacrificed, and who is the Savior of the world, Okay, we know that, but I am reinforcing this today because he paid for an ability to speak into your minds and into your ears and into your ability to see. He paid the price. There are seven places where Jesus bled for your perfect salvation. Go back and look up one of my podcasts on that. I go through that in detail. I, I don't have time to get into that right now, but you need to research that out because there are seven different places. And one of the places where, where he paid the price is when he received the crown of thorns. They whipped him and then they put on a royal robe. Why didn't they just put a crown on him to, to mock him further? Why didn't they do that? Why did they weave together a crown of thorns? The centurions were mocking him, were beating him, were plucking out his beard, were punching him in the face. He, and he was bleeding from all these places. And then they put the crown of thorns on his head and he began to bleed from his brow and his head and it's pierced into his mind. They rammed that onto him. So why? So that you can have clarity of thought. I want to tell you, God is revealing such secrets. Don't believe the smoke screen noise of the enemy. He is trying to displace you from your position. He's trying to get you to fear and shrink back in the day of battle. We are in a season of war, but how you war is just as important as you going to war and you need to war for your prophetic words with a prophetic word with the very same prophetic word what do you do when you don't know what to do what do you do when everything is coming against you what do you do when you're not seeing your expected outcomes i want to tell you once again you're a storm walker you walk in the storm. You stand in the storm. You walk on the storm. You walk through the storm. You become the storm. You are not the victim. You are the victor. It's Jesus Christ that paid the price. And in the midst of it, right on that cross, when he cried out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When he did that, he gave up the ghost. And I'll tell you, the, the, the veil that was be, uh, the partition between the holy of holies and the most, in the most holy place, the, the, the inner court, and then from the outer court and into the inner court, that was rent in two, that was cut down, that was severed, that was destroyed, never to be repaired. And I want to tell you, you can hear from God on your worst days. You need to know that the storms that you're facing and the battles that are arraying against you are not to define you, they're not to delay you, they're not to deny you. They're not to stop you. They're not to hinder you. They're not to cause you to shrink back. They're not to destroy you. They're not to steal from you. These, the, and they are not allowed to kill you. 
You need to know that these battles are for you. Well, they don't feel like it. This sickness, this disease, this this divorce, this, 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 this. I know that there's other people in play and you cannot do charismatic witchcraft on them. You got to let them uh, deal with their God, but you got to deal with your stuff. And I want to tell you at the end of the day, when you re- use the grace to repent all the way through, when you stand and all things stand, when you decree and declare the word of God concerning your family, it's time for you to dust yourself off, rip off your grave clothes and get back in the fight. But you got to fight <coughs> where from your place of victory. You fight from your rest. But how, how, do I, how do I do it? Don't I have to get my hands dirty? Well, here's the truth of the matter. God's not calling you to face your enemy. Not calling you to face your problems. Not calling you to face your past. He's not calling you to face your trauma. Well, then how do I deal with it, Barry? Well, this is how you deal with it. You yoke up with your Savior. He says, yoke up with me. My burden is light and my yoke is easy. What do you do, Barry? You, you, you focus your affections on the things that are above. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your affections on the things that are above. You must live above the fray. You must continually re- redirect your thoughts. You need to take authority over your thoughts. Your thoughts have been running your life and your feelings are going according to your thoughts. And you feel all this angst and anxiety and anxiousness because you're allowing the, these seed thoughts to come from the enemy and then they take root and then they produce a harvest. You need to in the immediately when you have a negative thought, the enemy is trying to put an offense, even uh, three people you're about to leave. Don't leave. Get your finger off that. Listen, hear the word of the Lord. You need to not receive offense. Don't be offended. You haven't heard this before. You haven't been in this place before. You, you haven't done what you needed to do. And it's time for you to dust yourself off, rip off the grave clothes, put on the glory, the garments of heaven. The Lord drove needs to be put on you this day. I release a grace to put on the Lord drove, to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you do your your flesh will have no provision for it, and it will not be able to fulfill its lusts. Romans chapter, I think it's 13. It, it, uh, verse 11, verse 13. Anyway, somewhere in there, it says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for your flesh to fulfill its lusts. You need to be drowned on a daily basis in the love of the Father. And I release the love of the father right now i sound stern because i want to get your attention i sound bold because i want to boldly decree and declare your righteousness i want to boldly and uh, boldly and and with authority decree your freedom and your liberty and that you can live above the fray you can live above the snake line and you don't have to face your enemy your job is to face your god and hear a better word and when you hear that better word that is what you decree 
decree it and declare. There are promises that of God that you have already received that you need to apply in your life, on your life, and work through your life by decreeing and declaring. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. That very specific prophetic word over your family and over your ministry and over your vocation, those, those prophecies that you received are not a lie. And that prophet did not miss it about about 98% of the time. You need to believe the word of the Lord and speak the word of the Lord. This is how you battle. You battle with a better word. And when everything is coming against you and your car is being set to be towed away because you can't afford to pay for it, you're about to be kicked out of your house. You're you're about to lose your job. And, And God says that you're called to be a prosperous answer to your spheres of influence. And your legacy will start with you and you will come up with these things that will solve issues in your spheres of influence and you have a prophetic word about that in the face of everything that the enemy is trying to do you decree and declare even as that car is being towed out of your yard know this there's a better car coming don't give in don't sit down don't shut up don't give in to what the enemy is doing all the noise is a smoke screen to get you off your game you are in a war. You have been called a warrior. You have been called as people in the army of God. What does that look like? You can no longer get caught up in the affairs of men. What does that mean? Does that mean that I'm not supposed to be in politics? Does that mean I'm not supposed to work a job? Does that mean that I'm not supposed to be in uh, the, the entertainment mountain? What does that mean? Don't get caught up in the spirit of the world. There's a zeitgeist, which is the spirit of of the age. There's a wealthgeist, the spirit of the world, that is trying to come into your life and dictate to you. Don't get caught up in in the the spheres of, of of man's influence. Let me just turn quickly to a scripture here. If you don't mind me just taking a minute to turn to the Bible, to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Phenomenal scripture. Hang on a second. I think that's Colossians. Hold the, hold, hold the phone. We got to get to the book of Colossians. It was Colossians chapter 2, by the way. Somebody hit it on me, but I'm getting to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so sorry about this. Okay, here we are. Colossians 2, verse 8. It says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men and according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. My God, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men. Don't get caught up in the affairs of men. 
That doesn't mean you're not supposed to invade the different mountains and spheres of influence and cultural um, uh, mind molds and, and kingdoms of this earth. You're to invade the kingdoms of this world and make them the kingdoms of our God. That is your job to do that. That is who you're called to be. So, but, but beware lest anyone cheats you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. What is Christ? The anointed one and his anointing. There's a better anointing. There's a better grace. There's a better word waiting for you to decree and declare it out of your mouth. How do you war? You war from rest. You war with peace. You you, you speak truth with love, but you need to understand that there is a better word that you can speak in this realm to become an answer and a solution. We're in war, but how you war is just as important as you warring. So the battles that you face every day, even though we won the war, we're still facing battles. That's why sickness and disease and, and accusation and strife and envy and jealousy and all these other things, you, are, you seem to be affected by them, but they are producing for you a greater payday. Everything that's coming against you is producing a better payday, and you have the grace upon your life to exact the greater grace within the problem, the pain, or the persecution, or the peril. There's a greater grace that God placed in there before time began. Ephesians 2.10 says this. It says that, that God um, predetermined the boundaries in which you should live. Within your boundaries, that's also in Acts chapter 3, verse 17, I believe, but Ephesians 2.8 speaks about the pathways that he predesigned before time for you to walk upon on these pathways the eye where the eye of the vulture has not seen the eye of death has not seen and the and the paw of the lion or the the paw of destruction has not walked upon there is a place of immunity in the obedience to god the question is today are you in your place called there are you decreeing and declaring out of obedience to God the promises that are yes and amen to them that believe? So what do you do when the enemy backlashes? You stand. What do you do when you're not receiving the expected outcome? You stand and then you step forward towards your calling. You step into the place of your obedience. You begin to decree and declare right in the face of everything that is contrary to you, to your calling, to your election. This will pass. What you pray today creates the atmosphere and the environment that you will walk in tomorrow. But it, it, I, I've been doing it, Barry. Keep doing it persistency and consistency are the twins that God has given to us to produce quality moments of kingdom advancement. You need to be persistent and consistent about your declarations. If you have not decreed and declared your, 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 your declarations or your promises today, you need to. If you don't have declarations, I, I can send you a morning one. I can send you an evening one. I can, I can send you 
these declarations so that you can begin to set your firm foundation upon the word of God. But there are other prophetic words that you've received and you need to war for those words with the word itself. So don't be deceived, like it says in Ephesians 2, or Colossians 2, 8. Don't be deceived by, by just what the, what the world is saying. The world is not your answer. The word of God is. The world is not your answer. The spirit of God is. The world is not your answer. Yoking up to the anointed one and his anointing. It's time to face your God, not your problem. Not the giant, not the pain, not the problem, and not the past. It's time to face your God. Persistency and consistency and stay focused on your task. Stay focused on your mission. Like I said, even when it doesn't seem possible, even when it, it, the absolute opposite is happening, even when these things are happening, you don't give up your focus. You must focus. You must set your mind with intentionality to decree and declare the word of God. You must have your head in heaven and your feet firmly placed upon the promised land in which he's given you to you. And you must take your orders from heaven. You must see yourself seated in heaven. You must see yourself in the position of victor, not victim. But I don't feel it. Don't be dictated by what you feel. Don't be dictated by the circumstance, don't be dictated to by the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. You are an eternal being that is no longer just a mere man. You were born into the lineage of Adam, who was a fallen being, but then you were recreated in Christ Jesus, the last Adam, the last man. He now became the prototype, Jesus Christ, at his resurrection, became the prototype and the firstborn of the many brethren and sisters that would come uh, along after him when they received the regeneration and the resurrection from the dead. We were baptized into Christ's death when he was on the cross. We were united together with him through the whole process. That includes the resurrection unto newness of life and his ascension and where he is seated in glory with his father. And as he sent the Holy Spirit about 2,000 years ago to come into our lives so that we could live the victorious life. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the most glorious moments but you gotta breathe life. You gotta blow away, and you gotta prophesy to the breath of God to blow away the distractions, to blow away all of the things that the enemy is trying to do, to trying to catch you and get you caught up and cause your imaginations to be used against you. 
take authority over the vain imaginations from the enemy, cast them down, and begin to wear your crown of glory and the robe of righteousness and the Lord Job of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put that on and begin to rule and reign from your victory. Make your decrees, make your declarations, uh, decree and declare your prayers because your prayers today will create the atmosphere and environments that you long to walk in. It may not be exactly tomorrow, but as you're consistent, persistent, and focused on the Lord and what his promises are, you will see a turnaround of your perceptions as you see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Everything is made up out of words, and this world is waiting to hear a God word that will shift and change and create another environment, another atmosphere, and something that has never been before. You're in this place of the unknown because God placed you there on purpose. He's trying to strip away all the things of the flesh, and he's trying to cause you to speak forth a brand new day because the only place that you can speak something into existence that has never been before is in the place called unknown. This place of unknown is not bad. It's just different because God wants you to create something with him as a co-heir and co-creator, something brand new that has never been on the earth. That is what your task is. That is what your mission is. You have a word to release into this world. Don't be shut up and don't sit down. By, don't be forced to sit down by the enemy. Don't give in and don't give up. Stand up. Dust yourself off. Rip off the grave, grave clothes. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on your crown and begin to make your royal decrees and see your family saved. See your job advanced. See your mission established. See your dream fulfilled. This is who you are. You are a representative of the creator of the universe. Isaiah 48, 6 and 7 says, you see all this but won't prophesy. I did not create everything in the beginning. I'm creating some things right now. How is he doing that? With people that have the audacity to speak the truth of the word of God, the promises of God in the midst of the valley of the shadows of death. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a word for you today, a word of encouragement. You need to know that you war from victory towards all of the victims that the enemy's been victimizing. You're warring from your victory so that you can save the victims. You're warring from your righteousness. And I decree and declare over you again, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on your worst day. You are your beloved's and he is, he is yours. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. So what do you do when you feel like you're condemned and overwhelmed? Stop believing the lies. And how do you do that? Rehearse the promises. Don't rehearse the curse. Like you've probably heard me say it before. If you rehearse the curse, you might as well back up the hearse and jump in. But if you, if you decree and declare the promises, if you proclaim the promises of God that are yes and amen, you will begin to shift the atmospheres. You will begin to live a life of victory every day of your life. So I just jotted down a few things. Uh, so I just want to remind you that persistency and consistency and focus 
These are for you. And as you have the moments of quantity in the presence of the Lord, you will have the, those moments of quality of tools and treasures released. Don't fear darkness. It's only a backdrop to show forth the brilliance of God and the answers of God coming out of your life. You need to have proper vision. So you need to come up higher. If you have proper vision and if you have proper sight, you'll, you'll be able to have insight and if you have insight through your sight because you have a better perspective then you'll begin to have oversight of all of your situations with a reformed spirit a transformed mind gives you the ability to have a restored life so god is setting you up in this season and i i guess i'm gonna have to call it uh, quits right now because we're about 31 minutes in but uh there are seven things that you need to think about and I would dare say apply to your life to give you a grace to load manage everything. So you need to load manage the amazing revelation. I spoke some revelation to you today. There is so much re revelation coming down the pike from, from the heavenly realms and the, and the revelation that God is bringing to the ecclesia, of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are such revealed mysteries that it will blow your mind if you don't know how to load manage. There, there are such, there's such information and bad stuff coming from the prophets of doom on CNN and different other uh, networks and different other places that people are just reporting the news and 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 reporting and, and being self-fulfilling prophets because they're prof they're Captain Obvious and they're and they're saying well this is going to happen because you know look at how bad it is and they're creating atmospheres environments uh, uh, of negativity. Don't buy into that. You need a grace to load manage all the information and uh, know this god wants to give you wealth beyond the, anything that you could ever ask or think or imagine god is trying to get money through you to you and through you so that you can be influential in your community if i had a hundred million dollars there would be certain things i would immediately be able to do and one of them would be uh, doing well projects and water projects in the reserves in the north that don't have clean water and don't have sewage this is one of the things i want to be working on in the future but i need and, they, and if i'm providing clean water they might just listen to me i might have some influence so god's going to give you affluence and influence but you need to know how to load manage these things so how do you do it i've been asking the lord i said lord how do i do this and this is what you must do you must call out for the spirit of wisdom the spirit of wisdom which is a gift anything where you see spirit it's not something you earn it's a gift so spirit of wisdom but then there's the gift of discernment there's a gift of discernment spirit of wisdom these are the two things that will help you load manage but i'm also asking my sons and daughters and anybody that will listen to me pray for the spirit of humility and pray for a fresh baptism of love every day so that you can produce out of the fruit of love you can produce the fruit of self-control these four things will save your bacon as we're dealing with revealed mysteries affluence and influence the hardest place that israel had to serve God was in the place of abundance. When God begins to answer your prayers, when he begins to set up the atmospheres and the environments of goodness that you're about to walk into, 
Don't let the blessing be a burden. Never become a professional Christian. You must always stay in a place of need. And I just want to leave this one last scripture with you. This will help you significantly as well. As a believer, we must understand that his grace is sufficient for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. His grace is sufficient for us. For when we are weak, his, his strength is perfected in us. What does that mean when I'm weak? I don't like being weak. I don't blame you. I hate that. But here's the deal. It's not weak as in weakened character. It's not weak as an emaciated body. We need to take care of our bodies. We, we need to have great character because we're living the promises of God. We're living the kingdom values. These, these things, he doesn't mean weak as in un, unable to do things. It's, it's You must remain in the place where you're punching above your weight class. You must remain in a place where you're out beyond your pay grade and you must be swimming uh, just above your head in water too deep you need to be in these places what does that mean pressing the envelope and walking out in obedience to places where god needs his grace to come upon you you need the grace of god in this season more than ever stay needy my friend by putting yourself in a position of obedience. He, he never gave you a dream that you could fulfill yourself. So I need you and I need my God and I need the angels that are coming now. And I decree and declare there are chariot of fire angels that are available to you now to help you fulfill your purpose and, and live out the dream of God to maximum potential. This is Barry Miracle. I'm about to sign off here, but you can go to barrymiracle.ca or you can go um, and, and find me on Facebook or well, you're on Facebook right now, but you can um, find my podcast on my website. You can find my YouTube channel and all those other things to get resources there. And if you feel like sowing a seed, that would be wonderful. And you can keep me going to places where God is calling me, not just where people can sow into me when I get there. So anyway, I bless you guys. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His glory is greater. His, his majesty is being revealed. We're in the season of harvest. We're in the season of the evangelist. The apostolic and the prophetic are coming forth to be the foundation and the covering. And God is going to have his way. And Canada will be the healing to the nations. And your nation shall fulfill its purpose, its dream, as you stand up and make the decrees and, and declarations right in the midst of everything that is saying it's impossible. He is the God of the impossible. Bless you all. Love you all. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca you can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.